Episode three begins now of the RTR podcast. Trace. Trace. Episode oh. Trace. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, what are you, what are you drawing? That's right. <laughs> we speak American. No, I'm just kidding. We I'm just kidding. Murder. Where we only have three crayons, not red, white, and blue. No, no. no. We're very much not like that. We, we, we speak whatever you speak. We definitely speak wrestling. <laughs> Uh, my, my Deutsch is not good, but you know, whatever. Anyways, so we're starting off this episode pretty much with the main topic. We kind of covered what's really going on around, uh, WWE anyways, uh, on the last podcast was just a few days ago. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. Um, we're on Spotify. Yeah, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iOS, we're on Spotify now, we're on Stitcher, we're almost anywhere that you can find a podcast. We're over we're on over nine different hosts at the current moment. So we're not hard to find. But our home is here at anchor.fm. You know, this is our cheap pop bang bang. bang, bang. Uh, for you to create an account there, you can record messages to leave for us to play on episodes ask us questions be a part of these episodes we every week you know we we will tell you that we'll have you on and involved if you would like to be a part you can either leave a message and be have it aired on the podcast or you can you know schedule up when we're going to do stuff and join in and talk with us um the you know, I feel like this is not a full three-course meal of a podcast. It's kind of just the the meat and potatoes throughout. It's the best part of the meal. Is yeah, the meat and that's that's this episode. And what it's about today is we're having a comparison conversation and discussion on the better product, the better brand. In 2018, not not including past history, just the year of 2018, what has been the better product, Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling? Um, so, Birdman, you uh, you've been watching Impact. Uh, I will tell you like this: in 2018. I have watched a few segments, but as full-on shows, I haven't watched one single full-on show of Impact Wrestling this year. Ring of Honor. I am a Ring of Honor. Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm an Honor Club member. I've watched pay-per-view events. As we as far as weekly product goes, I have probably seen five or less actual TV shows or TV episodes of the product. Um, I just, this, this year has been very weird. It has been hard for me to like, I don't know why it's been hard for me to set down, but I'm trying to look at this perspective from the outside looking in, given that I haven't been really invested in either to the point of being biased. Um, I know that you've watched more of Impact than ROH, mm-hmm. so I'm just putting it on perspective of our conversation is going to be 
from someone who's involved in watching one of them to someone who's not really. So, um, outside looking into an inside perspective. This on is one more side of our of friendly debate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next week, the gloves come off. We'll, we will get to that for sure. But so I'm going to use some insight from some places and some people that I've read comments about uh, and their thoughts. So we are going to get, you know, other perspectives instead of just our own involved. And in doing so, by the end of this, I'd like to come up with a definitive answer and a reason why you should watch both, even if one is better. Sound good? Yep. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to load up back here where our debate was before, where our, where our poll was on the Facebook page, which if you are not a member of, you should find us on Facebook. Like our page and join the group. The group has discussions. The like page uh, is evolving into something all the time. It's a very slow process at the moment on that. But when you're trying to touch 20 things at once and spread your name, it's some things are going to lag behind a little bit. Um, the thing that I want to see, um, or the thing that I wanted you to talk about right now, Birdman, is what is going on with Impact Wrestling right now? What's What's been the overarching story this year for Impact? Like, what what's... Well, you had Johnny Impact win the world title at Bound for Glory, and he is putting the opportunity out there for anyone he think it thinks is worthy. And two weeks, yeah, two weeks ago, him and uh, Phoenix had a match. And it was pretty good. And what I really like about Impact is, other than Raw, it's a three-hour show, same as Raw. But they don't show the repeat matches. Um, right now, you've got Brian Cage feuding with uh, Sammy Callahan, which is really good. And then you have this, you still have your kooky side of TNA. Like, well, they're not TNA. They're Impact. Well, Impact, sorry. Um, I don't know if I've been calling them TNA this whole time, too, but I apologize if I have. We really need to yeah, stick to that. I know. It's hard. Cause, because you know, of the past, really. But Impact, it's got still got this kooky storyline. like Scarlet is trying to find, she's trying to be a manager for somebody that she thinks is worthy. And Sammy Callahan, she's been interested in him, which is weird. Then you got the Sue Young storyline with Allie and Rosemary, which is extremely awkward. It's it's weirder than Broken Hardies. Really? Yeah, like they use some like effects and stuff, some CGI stuff. Like Rosemary was shooting computer aided fireballs out of her hand. That's awesome. And Sue Young was shooting some kind of like laser orbs out of her hand. And now Allie's like semi-possessed. Ooh. 
by Sue Young. That sounds interesting. It's it's really not, but it's weird. It's just hmm. you got the girl next door, Allie, and she has this demon side note. And her and Rosemary are like a weird pairing. She done dyed her hair black and everything else. Hmm. It's very weird. But overall, like talent wise, uh-huh. to the moon, they have leaped and bound. From where they were? From Dixie Carter level talent. Yeah. Now, well, well, Dixie Carter had good talent. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I really okay. think the big takeaways. Billy, Billy Corgan. Like circa thir- 2013 to 2000 and early 17. Well, I see. I think that like uh, e- EC3 was a big talent for them. Yeah, I think Eli Drake had a lot of potential. He's still around, is he? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Wonder what happened to him. He's uh, he's currently got a lawsuit. The storyline. He's currently got a lawsuit against the company. Okay. Yeah, it's just weird. Now, that sounds Russo-ish. It, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Well, anyways. He's pulling a sable. <laughs> um, so I will go ahead and tell you, on our Facebook page, the vote was very decisive on what uh, people on the page think is the better product. We had 20 people vote for Ring of Honor. Compared to the seven for impact. Now, to be fair, I don't know if they all watch either or, or have just, just picked a side, or the, the talent is known from one, maybe a better, or I don't know. I don't know. I think where it comes down to is in ring ability slash names mm-hmm. is Ring of Honor. But you also have the name side on TNA, too, from people that watch Lucha Underground and some people from Ring of Honor. Right. So it's it's kind of like a name, but match-wise, I have to go Ring of Honor. You think the Ring Ring of Honor puts better better matches on? Yes, the booking's better. TNA, story-wise, it's probably better. I mean, they tell a story other than Ring of Honor tells their story in the ring. Right. So TNA, shit, Impact does more of a backstage kind of storylines or off doing vignettes somewhere else. Other than Ring of Honor just keeps their strictly matches. If there's a rivalry, they do one big match, and then the rivalry is squashed. Kind of. Kind of, but that's basically... it's In-ring ability tells a story, the other one tells a story behind outside of the ring, more or less. Um, Well, okay, so I'm going to still read the opinions before I start to deliver some info here or thoughts of my own. Um... So I got um, that there's pure talent discrepancies, that one brand has more talent, and they chose Ring of Honor, Um, that the zombie bride, Conan's kid getting killed, police officers assaulting a guy, Austin Aries continuing to prove he's worthless, 
I'm not going to add the rest of that. Uh, <laughs> but that disqualified impact from the jump for one reader. Um, I can see that. It's or, just their kooky storytelling. From one person on our page. One personal insight. Um, and uh, it was really a battle for them between the outrageousness of the stories rather than the quality of matchups. They think they don't think the talent rosters are close, but outrageousness was the factor that disqualified Impact, that it was too too much. It still has that. Um, someone else said Impact's been so much better, Ring of Honor's gone to shit and turned into a Bullet Club wank fest. For a little um, bit it did. Someone said that uh, they they like them both over WWE, but ROH has some of the best wrestlers. Impact's always got the short end of the stick because of Dixie Carter or whatever jackass they have writing that week. <laughs> uh, when all reality, they've always had amazing talent. I can't vote because I love both of them for different reasons. Someone said Impact's gotten better but it's hard for me to care about the product because of the roster. I like Brian Cage, but that's really about it. ROH has Jay Lethal, Marty Skrull, Christopher Daniels, Dalton Castle, Hangman Page. Uh, but where did some of them guys come from? Uh, yes. I yes. know that's going in the past, but where did some of them come from to break the chain that was around them? Well, to, to be fair, out? Daniels was in the initial run of ROH. If that's what you're talking about. But where did most people that didn't watch Ring of Honor at the time learn of it? Yeah. It? Yeah. What do people remember Lethal for besides his Ring of Honor stuff? That promo. His flair promo. Yeah. Yeah, was it kooky, but was it great all the but, same time? But again, it's the that's past. past. That's past. Because I really like his first yeah. world title run. Um, so, uh, someone, uh, someone said ring of honor has not been great impacts improved, but not sure if it's something that they watch. Um, and then some of our own admins here, the professor ROH at times has been stagnant, but it's been improving that recently and has held the ship better than impact with it sometimes seemingly shock booking. Impact's main goal should be rebuilding its audience confidence, and he doesn't feel like it's doing that. The hater of headlocks says that it's really hard to judge Impact because it's not on a channel that he can watch. But from the bits and pieces he saw, the rosters improved dramatically. The top guys are on par with the top guys of Ring of Honor. The storytelling can be goofy, and ROH is sometimes practically non-existent for story. Um... And so then we also had one little extra note that Impact is better at booking their women's division than ROH. So that was from, you know, the members of the Run the Ropes group uh, on Facebook. Um, there, you know, there are some valid arguments. There are a few little noteworthy things like... The, the women's division comment, you know, pe people were taking this 
pretty seriously in, in our debate. Nobody was just like, oh, impact sucks. Impact sucks. Yeah, like everyone actual, took it very serious. Yeah. Yes. So, it's actually a legit, a legit debate. So, argument for argument. I want to argue, I, I want to debate with you on your stance. It, because I have a feeling I know what yours is. Which do you think in 2018 has been the better product? Ring of Honor. You think Ring of Honor has been the better product? I do. In 2018. I do. But aside from that, 2019 is going to be interesting between the two. Okay. We, might, we might need to do this, a part two of this, at the same time next year. Okay. Because if Impact's roster keeps building like it is mm -hmm. and the talent that ring of honor is losing right due to the golden shovel and the big schnoz not from what i hear but what okay are you are you talking about the elite no no no, oh. no, no i'm talking about uh, in like, general like, like punishment, punishment you know all of that okay all they're right. not taking their big stars they're taking their mid guys that are going to be big stars one day in there. Mm -hmm. But he's taking them before they are at that level so he can mold them into what he wants them to be. Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about that other company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I say Ring of Honor this year, do a part two next year around the same time to see where we're at with it because Impact okay. Stories well, is building. So, so. You, you think progressively it could change, but it could. this year alone was Ring of Honor. Yes. Okay. Uh, what are the reasons that you say it was Ring of Honor? Um, the talent, the where they've came from, like just they have all in now. That was that. It's not Ring of Honor. That's a separate entity. Impact talent, but worked. But that's true. That so. I don't count all in. All in is it, it might as well be a third brand. Oh god. Okay then. Ring of Honor's talent, the matches. Um it's not all promos and flashing smoke and mirrors. Right. It's straight athleticism and storytelling in the ring. Plain and simple, unless you're a briscoe, then you do it out there on the front, well, out there on their farm eating chicken feet. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. What's your take? Um, so so you say it's because of talent? Yes. All right. So you filled in a little bit of impact on what's going on in the story. I'll fill in a little bit of ROH. What's going on in the story? Um, coming into this year. Dalton Castle was champ and lost it, I believe. The odd booking of Dalton Castle. Uh, well, he got hurt. Yeah. And so, but he won a match against Cody and Marty when everyone wanted it to be Marty. Mm -hmm. And everyone thought it was going to be Cody because Cody was going for the NWA title and Nick Aldis only said he would yeah. battle him if it was title for title. And then they ended up having Dalton retain only for the next set of tapings there to be 
this uh, four-way match where Jay Lethal won it. Yeah. Um, Jay Lethal had a long-term storyline going on where he was redeeming all of his losses since losing the title initially and had done that and made it back to the top of the mountain. So he climbed his way back up. Not a bad storyline or story for someone to take the title, but still, it, it was weird seeing that change happen. Yeah. Uh, in your TV title, it's went from Kenny King to Silas Young and them feuding for a little bit, then into Punishment Martinez to now Jeff Cobb, who destroyed Punishment Martinez. Um so there's that area. The tag team titles, they've changed. The Briscoes held them for a long time. Um, is it SoCal Uncensored mm-hmm. now that has them? Yeah. Um, then they've got the six-man titles, which I'm pretty sure the Elite have still. I think it's Cody and the Bucks yes. right now that have them. Uh, but it it's been weird booking with those three man titles. That's weird. Most I, of this entire year, yeah. I really think that when they first had them established, and the Kingdom had them, and TK Orion got hurt, which was all the way like over a year ago, like last year. I think from that point on, they've been at a loss. Of I'm not sure what to do here. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, anyway, um, it, it's, you know, there's been some things that have been interesting. Austin Aries showed up there while he was working for impact. He was impact world champion. Yeah. And he showed up Is that when he was holding all those belts. Yep. Which was really weird to me. Yeah. But. It's, I don't know. It's, to me, I know this is jumping the gun, but to the side talent-wise, let's just do a conjoined pay-per-view. It'd be cool. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know yet because that, I think, I think Impact needs time. Next year, yeah, I, I think I think that there's some people that it's it, you haven't been there long enough. But could you do some fancy booking real fast? Could you imagine LAX versus the Briscoes? No, at the time I can't. But that's because I think LA, LAX needs to establish themselves longer. Yeah, and they still and they still are that'd being, be like maybe maybe the the OG LAX. Yeah, but they're still doing that storyline with LAX. And it's like, the way they established it was, LAX is on one side of the city, OGs get the other side of the city, and they can't touch each other. Well, last week's episode, like, ended with, uh, oh, who's the manager for OGs? Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, but he was like, I think I found a way to, uh, get my hands on Conan. And that was it. It ended. It was like, what the hell? Like, really? But it's weird. It's a weird story because there's not a lot of tag teams in Impact. Right. He's basically the OGs in LAX. And OV. And OV. 
but I don't think OVE can hold a candle to LAX. I mean, they probably could, but the way they're booked, they can't. Okay. They're they're booked as the the cowardly heels, and just don't they don't fit. Okay. But went over in Ring of Honor, the tag teams can be anybody. Pretty well, much. yeah, the tag teams in Ring of Honor change. Sometimes it feels like there's nothing. Other times it feels yeah. like there's too many. Because you can have SoCal. Because because you've got other things going on, yeah. and you've only got a certain amount of roster. So like, what you know, there's been times that Alex Shelley from the Motor City Machine Guns or yeah. or, or Chris Saban. When they were together, you know, Alex Shelley's retired now, yeah. but when they were together, that they'd just be doing singles matches. And, like, um, upcoming in Pittsburgh, Christopher Daniels is facing um, – who is he facing? Oh, it's bad that I forget this. Uh, anyways, he's in a singles match. Uh, I know the other half of SoCal is, it. you know, it's because they're doing their own thing. Uh, they're they're running the tag title match, but um, I'm looking this up because it's gonna bother me now. Yes. Daniels is facing uh, Kenny King, so you know it's he's doing something else because there's three of them, but there's these six man titles that are around, and they're a three man team. So yeah. what's what's going on there? Anyways, but the tag teams you also got SoCal, you got the Bucks, you have. Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser. Um, oh, I know I'm missing a couple here. Uh, shit, who am I missing? What is it? Who am I missing tag team-wise from Ring of Honor? Did you say Elias? Or did you say Silas? Silas. Okay, I thought you said Elias. Or no. I was like, um, no, I did not say the heavy metal Jesus. Um... I don't know. You lost your train of thought. I did, I did. <laughs> ADD, folks. <laughs> At its finest. Yeah. Um, but no, talent-wise, they have the names. Names. Right. Names is a lot. I o- mean, okay. the only thing that helps t- uh, Impact is if the people watch Lucha Underground before Impact. Okay. Because you have Brian Cage. You have uh, Pentagon Jr. You have Phoenix. You okay. have Chelsea Green, who is on mm, not anymore. Not but, anymore, but at the time, yeah, she was on both. So, okay, fair enough. Um, production. Who wins? Um, like money wise, or just. The the way the the way the show looks. Who wins? Impact. Okay. Um, And we already know shocking is more. Yes. Okay. Um, So you think because of name alone and talent on the roster and match quality that ring that Ring of Honor is better. My decision for that doesn't come from a fanboy standpoint. It comes from a wrestling fan of wrestling. Okay. I'm looking at this from the perspective of 
you know, leading, as you said, leading into 2019, what catches more eyes, what will get people invested in a, into the product but see that's, and what's the better promotion that's in this the thing come 2019 later in the year you don't know where anybody's going to be so right for the sheer but, fact of name wise you don't know if who's going to go to the wwe or who's just going to go just new japan base okay you don't see, well I'm, I'm just looking yeah, over yeah. a total all package i'm saying Okay, we've got quality of matches. We've got the way it looks. We've got the way it feels. We've got the stories. We've got the shocks, the swerves, whatever. And you put that all together, and what product is more appealing? Okay? Okay. So I'm going to tell you my opinion. Okay. I haven't said anything about it this entire time. I haven't picked a side. Oh, you maybe be the bad guy. Nope, early. No, I, I, I wanted to see what you were thinking. Uh, I have to choose objectionably, like from what what has graced my viewing, you know, my eyes and my ears in 2018, mm -hmm. and that's with me liking both products and kind of being more partial to one than another. I have to say it's impact. Okay. Now, here's my reasonings why. Weekly TNA shows look like it's still from 2004. What do you mean by like that? Like the TV quality of their production looks outdated. Actually, I wouldn't say 2004. I'd say... 2007 maybe 2007 is where they got to where they're at and they just stayed there their vignettes like their background their promos the the camera angles the camera work the stages have gotten a little better yeah but overall like on sinclair broadcasting the way that they host them it's still very dated they haven't changed their color scheme is still dated they have like 1980s style filming not like camera wise, but like angles, and like I feel like they only shoot from down on the floor. Yeah. Other than like other promotions that get up on the apron. Yeah. And they, you know, they only well, have, they have their one main camera over here, like, and they they can't see that, but it's the one just facing the ring, right in the middle of the ring. Other than ring of okay. Let's make it sound better. Ring of Honor has an indie style filming. They walk around the ring and film it mm -hmm. wise. They, yeah. don't, they don't have a steady camera that's focused on one. They just kind of walk around the ring, basically. Uh, they, they have one. When I've been to tapings, they have a camera that's just over one side, mm -hmm. but it does move, but it's not control. It's not a person walking it. It's machine okay so it's like a crane cane okay or cam crane cam <laughs> crane cane. Cane. uh anyways uh so okay but here's here's my point to that this is i think one of the biggest detriments to ring of honor especially in the year 2018 when there are promotions on youtube such as defiant wrestling that have promo packages 
and openings to shows and graphics and yeah. details that are better than Ring of Honors. And it's not because the YouTube companies have spent more, per se, because they're not dealing with the same level of talent. It's because the other companies are not spending the money enough. And with Sinclair Broadcasting being one of the people, you would think they have the money to boost that production value up. Um, have you seen... Okay, so you you remember the classic. This is back in the day, but the classic, like, TNA openings mm-hmm. for pay-per-views. They brought that back for, you know, the pay-per-views. Uh, Slammiversary. Right. And then they've had, like, packages to yes. open up. They look really good. Slammiversary looks really good. They're, they're, they look good. They're new. They're fresh feeling. Even if they bring something back from yes. the past to it, it's still really, it's it's new. It feels new and crisp. And Ring of Honors doesn't when it needs to. Um, they uh, now you said namesake. Mm-hmm. I think that 2018 Ring of Honor was nothing but them relying upon names. I think, personally, there have been two, maybe three, at most, major stories happening over the course of this year for Ring of Honor. The rest of it has sure, like just been, come see the Elite. Mm-hmm. Come see Jay Lethal. Come see Dalton Castle. Yep. Come see them. Don't worry about the story. And one of the main stories going on doesn't even involve those people. Yep. Which brings me to my next thing. I think Ring of Honor does long-term storytelling better than a lot of places do, but not consistently. There might be a story like Jay, Jay Lethal's redemption story. But it wasn't at the forefront of everyone's mind, no. and it wasn't at the forefront of the product. You couldn't, you couldn't see. Oh, Jay Lethal, yeah, he's coming back up. He's going to be champ. It was no. Jay Lethal's in a feud with Silas Young now. Uh, Jay Lethal's here now. What what are they doing with Jay Lethal? Rather than us knowing the whole time, like he's he's coming back and redeeming himself. Yep. The other one I called last year. And that's with one of the names they're not mentioning, and that's Matt Taven. Oh yeah, and you. And- I called that at final battle last year that he was going to either be world champion or have a world title. I really think he's going to be world champion uh, by the end of final battle. And what has happened? What have they done? He's he's lost every match that he's had for the title. He's been kind of screwed out of. So the kingdom conspiracy leading now to him saying that he's the rightful champ and he is putting his name there to have him and Jay Lethal fight. It's going to happen, and I think it's Matt Taven's time. Overarching story, that's excellent. Yeah. But throughout the year, Taven had an injury, I think, and was out for a little bit. Taven's been doing stuff in CMLL. They haven't focused on Taven except for bits and pieces. And they kind of did that with Dalton last year on Dalton's rise of the title. Dalton like was doing well at the first part of the year. Then Cody took him out. They didn't show up for a few months later. And then all of a sudden was a big important thing. And they overarched it into a year long storyline, but it really only was like 
six or seven moments leading into the final stretch, and you just kind of forgot where he was in the shuffle. And I think that's bad writing. I think you can book a story, uh, but you have to, even if you don't touch it every week, you have to touch it monthly yeah. at least. It has to, we have to know why, why this is happening. And I don't, and I think sometimes uh, Ring of Honor falls through there. Um, okay, so we've touched talent, production. Um, let's go into uh, the women's division. Let's go into Women of Honor and the knockouts. Knockouts division is small. It is small. But they're better competitors. Oh, yes. Tessa Blanchard is the flagship face that yeah. runs the place. And that's, and that's not me saying anything against Women of Honor competitors, because do I think that they could go? Yeah. But I, are they on the platform? Are they being shown well enough to go? Um, no. No, but they're starting to. Starting. But Impact hasn't stopped even during the really bad storylines yeah. there was always time and a spot for the women yeah it's true because i mean you got tessa blanchard you got rosemary sue young gail kim's still there gail kim's still wrestling mm-hmm. i thought she retired she's still there um who else is there? I know, I know there's more. I can't think of them right now. And I'm sorry that I left names out. If there's any of them listening, I feel bad. But the women are are getting time, and they're showcasing that time they have. Like Tessa Blanchard's out fighting Brian Cage in a bar, in a ring in the middle of a bar, and it's phenomenal. A man of that size and woman of her legacy mm-hmm. is great. I mean, I just don't think the women of honor, yes, they had the tournament. I just don't think they have, besides Kelly Klein, we know, we know. Well, see, uh, and that that's the other thing, as you just said, Kelly Klein. Yeah. Why the hell hasn't she been champion in that tournament who else could have beat her to kneel why was it their current women's champion it uh was her name sume mm-hmm. like nothing against sume but like for your first women of honors champion use the person who's been there or the big name to sell it Yep. You didn't either. I mean, who do you have? You didn't either there. No. Because you got Sume, you got Brandy, you got Kelly Klein, you got Madison Rain, Tennille. I mean, you've got Tennille and Madison Rain alone. They're from two different promotions. And they could probably steal a show if they gave them the time to do it. Yep. But. To me, Tennille's only had one one good match. One good match, to me, in my mind. And that was against Paige at NXT Arrival. Okay. 
And well, do you think a lot of that, though, was them not letting her have the time? Because they gave her the goofy gimmick? Yeah. And paired her up with Santina? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Could she have did it? Yes. Okay. I want to add one more factor into this. And it's a third party. It's Actually, I want to add two factors into this. Okay. And they're both a separate third party. New Japan and AAA. And here's why, or not, not AAA, New Japan and Lucha Underground. I know those are two very different companies with very different things, but Ring of Honor does shows with New Japan. Impact does stuff with Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. And that's, they share talent. Are there, when Ring of Honor does a show with New Japan, most of the time, it feels as though ROH is lesser and second fiddle. When ROH title is defended at Wrestle Kingdom, it's below, like, the United States title and the Intercontinental title when it's a world title. If, 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 you know, if title rank you know positioning by what it should be if both if both companies are equal then right before the kenny omega match because it's a new japan pay-per-view and so i get their world title it should be the jay lethal title match and it never is and anytime someone comes over from new japan they're treated like a star i know you're doing this hand like money i get it but how can I take your main roster serious? How can I take your top star serious if your top stars aren't getting the attention with the promotion that you're working with of being on the same level? Um, it's name. The, here's, here's a prime example. Here's a prime example. Right now, and this is comparison. Like I said, we're adding, we're adding a lot of outside stuff here. But just so Cody – had an IWGP world title, has had two of those matches. Yes. Isn't getting that really in ROH at the moment. But if he, nor that's odd because normal booking, my God, he'd be the, he'd be the champion of ROH right now because he was able to even compete for the IWGP. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the other the other discrepancy is uh, New Japan doesn't treat Marty. He puts him as a super junior, won't break him up to a higher level, and I think you know Ring of Honor's had him in world title matches now like two or three times. I think he deserves the world title, and oh, I yes. think the fans want to see it. But I think New Japan stipends him, even though he likes working for. But I think it stipends him over on Ring of Honor. But yet he's still a world title competitor, and New Japan puts him over there. It belittles the world title picture in Ring of Honor. Dalton Castle, when when he's done anything with New Japan, he's had like the the highlight with Tanahashi being one of the boys, which is yeah. an honor that Tanahashi wanted to do something like that. But it's still been insignificant and small. Adam Cole, they're the only three time champion. Bebe. In Ring of Honor. Yeah. 
was like what second or third match on Wrestle Kingdom when he won it back. Mm-hmm. Treated like, yeah, going to get the shoe. Yeah, and everyone loves him in Ring of Honor. It made Ring of Honor look smaller. When now he's at NXT, and he's one of the faces of NXT. Yeah, it's like. It's like Adam Cole in Ring of Honor versus Adam Cole in NXT. Adam Cole in Ring of Honor had more power, was a better was a better wrestler. He was a world champion and all this stuff. But Adam Cole in NXT sells more seats. And so, you know what I mean? Like it's it's weird because it's like NXT heightened him when Ring of Honor he was the focus. And if he had been treated as such in New Japan, it's it like they kind would of have helped him down just a tad it, bit. It, yeah, it's like. It's like New Japan waters down Ring of Honor. Yes, that's what I mean. It's, but like we partner with New Japan and we do shows with New Japan. But as we do these shows with New Japan, we let ourselves play second fiddle. But the thing is, so our promotion doesn't look as strong. Yes, but New Japan names, I think, outweigh Ring of Honor names. When you see Global Wars happen, mm-hmm. and you see on the card Tanahashi versus Lethal, okay, you have. Your American fan base more for Tanahashi than they are lethal. Mm, Sometimes in that specific matchup, I don't think so. But the thing is, why it waters it down? Like, if you're talking about over here mm-hmm. in the states, we don't get to see New Japan. Okay, live yeah, yeah, as I, much. I get it. But yeah. what, I, but what I'm saying is, either way it goes. Okay, yeah. so if they're over here, if it's Cody versus Ibushi. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And the crowd is going to be torn 50 50. Mm-hmm. If it's in Japan, it's all for Ibushi. Not, Favoritism. Not, yeah. Not as not as much for Cody, but either either light, if it's Ibushi versus Cody in New Japan, unless it's shenanigans, Ibushi wins. Mm-hmm. If it's Cody versus Ibushi in Ring of Honor, unless, the, unless they're shenanigans, it's Ibushi. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they always put their guys over, no matter what promotion they're for. Yeah, and even if, even if Cody would win, it's by shenanigans. You don't have them have one-on-one competitions where it's an extremely, you know, intense match, and mainly have a ROH guy walk out of it, you know, defiantly champ. Yeah. Or defiantly the winner, it's it's always by some other means. If that's the case, it's, Will Will Osprey versus Jay Lethal is a good example of what I'm talking about. Will Osprey trying to break out of the junior division can't. He's been multiple times. Whatever they treat him like he's a big deal, kind of yeah. in New Japan. Ring of Honor just brought him in for a world title match, and it was good. And it's a big brother. Jay Lethal did win, yeah, but it's against. It's a it's against uh, Osprey. If it was if it was someone bigger, would that be the same? Jay Lethal's defeated Jay White in a close match. Okay. Mm-hmm. If that was before he was Switchblade, now if it's Switchblade versus Jay Lethal in the states, yeah. Ring of Honor is going to book Jay Lethal to lose. Mm-hmm. And. It's a big brother versus little brother thing. Exactly. That's exactly what it but is. But I think that hinders them in terms of 
better production. Yes. And that's because of the Lucha Underground impact argument. They are 50-50. Exactly. They are equal. I mean, Pentagon comes over and he has a hair versus mask match with Sammy Callahan at the Slammiversary. Damn good match. Told a story. And it was great. But, and they booked Pentagon over him. But, also, Phoenix comes over to Impact and loses to Johnny Impact. Yep. So, it's 50-50 either way you look at it. Because you also had Johnny Impact in Lucha Underground, too. Mm -hmm. So, he comes over. He's over Austin Aries. Wins the title. So, I mean, it's 50-50 booking with them. Which makes it enjoyable for either promotion. The only thing different between New Japan and Lucha Underground is Lucha Underground is a TV show. It's not looked at as a wrestling promotion. And it yeah. doesn't have as big as stars. Right. But the matches are entertaining. Same as New Japan is entertaining mm -hmm. to a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah. More of an entertainment-wise, Lucha Underground takes it. Yeah. So... Other than playing Big Brother, Little Brother, they share it equally. They bring their money together. They bring their names together. And on that one, Impact Lucha Underground tally that one. Right. Right. So, we should just tallied all this stuff up. Talent, production, everything, and just seeing who came out at the end. <laughs> well, see... But these are all just our opinions. Yeah. Everyone they're, else they're might all, have different ones. Exactly. But so, I look at it this way, okay? And I think I think we're heading to the home stretch here. So I say, based on the storytelling, um, I have to give it to Impact because they have more stories and more shocking events yes. that catch people's attentions this year than Ring of Honor has had. In terms of production, I have to give it to Impact because it looks newer, it looks more fresh, it looks like it's caught up with the, the time. Yeah. When it comes to names, I give it to Ring of Honor because they've got established names, and with the New Japan help, even it, it just even helps solidify. Yeah. So, um. When it comes to match quality, I give that to ROH because they put on better matches. Mm -hmm. When I put on, so again, this is this is overview. When I put over, um, but so what we've what have we done? Production, we've done talent, talent, we've um, done matches and storytelling. Okay, moments. That's impact, and that's not storytelling. Because Austin Aries. Not selling. Not selling. That's a moment. Um, Sammy Callahan getting his hair cut off. That's a moment. Um, the the Even if it is part of a story, just the outlandishness of the Sue Young yeah. stuff, that's a moment. And you start to get into the argument that we've seen Chris Jericho bring up on you know his podcast and... What people argue all the time in the business is what's more important, 
the moments or the matches. And that's really what it's a battle of. If you like more matches and stuff, Ring of Honor is right up your alley. But overall, as a production, what what's going to draw more eyes in? What's gonna what's gonna keep people you know retained to watching your next week? Yeah, I think in 2018, it's been impact. I think Ring of Honor, your tried and true, are going to continue to watch it. If new people are going to watch it, it's going to be because hey, watch this match. Look at this match yeah. that happened, um, or. Someone be like, oh, man, they told this great story with Dalton Castle last year. And now they told this great story with Jay Lethal. And they did the whole story with Nick Aldis and the Ring of Honor title and NWA. And they teased the Marty Cody thing. And, oh, Matt Taven. You know, it's been a silent story, but it's getting better. So so it's more of namesake of those hardcore fans that are going to watch every week. Yeah. Pulling someone in. Or someone could see a clip of something that someone shared from impact and be like, Oh, Holy shit. I might have to give impact a chance again, or yeah. I might have to watch them. And for me, that says it all because at the end of the day, as much as you love wrestling, the only way you're going to keep your wrestling and keep it the way that you want is by it being a business and growing. Yep. If it doesn't grow, it dies. And I feel like no, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I Had feel like <laughs> I feel like Ring of Honor this year decided, oh, we at the end of 2017 we boosted up production a little bit on our big shows. We signed this talent. We had the hype. We got the stories. We're going to play off of being the elite. Yeah. Which, in its own way, that had to happen in order to get people into them more rather than ring of honor helping that yes. but separate argument second yeah. separate argument anyways we're going to build off stories of things that are happening around the business like being the elite and the new japan stuff and incorporate those for fan stuff uh whereas impact has been we made our stories we have our own moments we have our own separate thing and we're not you know, we're sharing talent and stuff, but we're not pulling as much from anywhere else. If you are, it's that guy invaded yeah. and attacked another guy at a different promotion. They're going to have their match in like three weeks at Ring of Honor, not because of something else outside. This is happening. Yeah. Um, I think Ring of Honor really did just coast off the names this year. Yes. That has to change in 2019. They need to step up their production. They need to step up their game. They need to get some other names who can get to the top of the card and not rely upon namesake because as you uh, coughed <laughs> WCW, see, WCW was the NWO and all the big names and Sting who was, was already a big name for them and stuff like that. So so Sting and it's like I know he was from TNA, but Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is in, in, in their in their universe of talent, Jay Lethal is their sting. He's their franchise. Mm -hmm. He's theirs. Dalton is 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 up and coming like that, but everyone else 
is everyone else's person. They're the big name. They're the NW. They're the Bullet Club. I was getting ready to um, say it's like the inmate in the asylum, right? And you bring in all your friends. I come in for the payday. Who who all has shirts at, at the shows? What shirts yeah, do it, you see at RA if shows? It's, if it's not the Kingdom and it's not Dalton, it's Bullet Club. That's right. So where did what else? Where did you see that at before all this happened? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and so like you have to start changing because. During that time, WCW had the names, but then WWF took those names. Jericho, Eddie, Mysterio. Benoit, Mysterio, hell, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn too yeah. for, for the little bit. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like, they pulled those names. They took the mid-card guys and made them great. Yeah, and other places are going to do that in XT. Yeah, what's happening as you speak right now. Exactly. And it's because punishment. Now, you know, he's Rob and Allen are going to disagree with me on this. Oh, they're going to disagree with both of us. I'm sure. But punishment could have been in the world title picture much more than what he was during his time there. But what's going to happen? This is a separate argument to punishment. He is going to be what Corbin couldn't. He very well may prove that to be true. That's exactly what's going to happen. But it's that's. You know, regardless, that's what I'm trying to say is that it's Ring of Honor has to quit coasting off the name mm-hmm. and has to start building more. I think when they're going to be like, look, Matt Taven, it's going to be like, no, 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 no. 2017, the kingdom and Matt Taven, you're just now doing it. Yeah. You took the time. Did that hurt or help things? I don't know really at this point, but I'm excited either way. If 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 they do go forward with the Taven thing, I'm excited for that. But it's like you you have to build up. I know you put Jeff Cobb in, but Jeff Cobb's been established other places. It's, sure, you can make him bigger, but like he won Bola. Yeah, he's already big. So you're gonna have to do more than that. You're gonna have to bring up people. And if you're not doing that, it's not going to be worth it. You're going to have to bring other people in and make it better. Impact, yeah, sure. They're living off of a bunch of different names too, but they're living off names that might have been here and they're bringing them up. I think they're doing that with OVE, even if they are playing Cowardice Heels. Um, I think that, as you've mentioned, LAX, I don't even know who those two members are, but I've seen them. And I know that they've been a part of high-profile stuff, and they're it's so it's basically their own in talent, and they're building them up. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, you know, it's that's what's gonna win you over at the end. And I think right now, as much as I hate to say it, Impact's taking it. Impact wins twenty eighteen for me, and that's from the objective view. You know, look outside looking in. I think all the way around. Impact Impact is the better product. I don't know if it's the better wrestling, but it's the one that's going to keep people coming back each week. So, ding, ding, ding. Did I, did I change your opinion over the course of this? Yes. I did. The more we went into it and more in depth that we went into it, we just have to see what next year brings. 
I mean, we're almost to a new year. But that ends us for this episode. We hope that you guys have enjoyed. And as always, catch us on social media and run with us.